Star Wars 7x7 episode 2276. Today we're going to wrap up things that we've been talking about with The Mandalorian from this past week with a couple of additional notes and follow-ups. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So you could consider this episode Mandalorian miscellany, if you will. We'll start off with a conversation about the Season 2 trailer for The Mandalorian. Now in the episode where I did the breakdown, I talked about that sort of you know graffiti looking nighttime city street area thing and I had a moment where I thought hmm you know Ring of Cafrain that seems like it could be an interesting possibility because there was something else that it made me think of Rogue One and so I was like oh you know this is kind of fascinating. Well over on the Force Toast podcast Laura and Alice were talking about the Mandalorian trailer and they actually came up with the possibility of it being Lothal. And I really like that idea when they said it. And it kind of ties into the conversation that we had here on the show about where Navarro is in the galaxy. It turns out that Lothal is actually not very far away at all from Mon Cala. So it's in the same general vicinity as where I think Navarro is. Again, Navarro hasn't been established location-wise in the galaxy yet. But based on where the Mandalorian has been in Season 1 and things that they've talked about and what it looks like in Season 2... I think it's possible that Lothal is an option. They did mention on the show, Laura and Alice did, that Lothal was looking, you know, very nice at the end of Rebels, and so you know, this obviously doesn't look so nice anymore. It occurred to me that maybe it was Garel, which or Garel, Garel, which is another planet nearby, and where the Rebels from Star Wars Rebels actually hid out at one point when they were flushed out of Lothal, but. It seems that Garel was liberated previously also, and so maybe not that. But I really liked the Lothal idea, and I was like, oh, yeah, I should you know think about that and see where it is in Galaxy. And <laughs> about five seconds later, Laura uh, says, oh, yeah, and I was listening to Alan on Star Wars 7x7, and he mentioned the Ring of Kefrain, and I like that. So... So now we can just start trading ideas back and forth on this, I guess, but... I should warn you, though, um, considering that this is a family-friendly podcast here at Star Wars 7x7, Laura and Alice do not do a family-friendly podcast. It is hysterical and wonderful and a great joy to listen to, but if you, you know, <laughs> are listening to it with little ears nearby, probably best to pause it for a bit. Some stuff that would probably make Baby Yoda blush. But anyway, the other thing that occurred to me as, you know, I was thinking about the Lothal business they suggested is that... We still don't know the fate of Ezra Bridger, and so on yesterday's show I was talking about, was it yesterday? Gosh, oh, time is flying. Uh, I was talking about the you know potential Jedi that the Mandalorian could encounter as he is trying to reunite Baby Yoda with his kind, with his fellow sorcerers, and we still don't know the fate of Ezra Bridger. The presumption, I think, is that he's alive, and so... You know, is it possible that he's kicking around the galaxy? And is it possible that the Mandalorian could run into him instead? I mean, Ezra, I think, would still qualify as a Jedi, unlike Ahsoka Tano, who is 
you know, obviously a very strong Force user, but not allied with the Jedi. And there have been Ezra Thrawn live-action rumors kicking around previously, so I, you know, I at least have to open the door to the possibility that, you know, I, I love the idea of Luke Skywalker being <laughs> the Jedi that the Mandalorian runs into, but it could be Ezra. It could be Ahsoka as well. And that tied into something else that I, I have so many tabs open on my, on my browser. And one of the things that I finally looked at recently was a conversation with Dave Filoni about the rise of Skywalker and about Ahsoka Tano being one of the voices that Rey hears at the end and everybody freaking out thinking, this means that Ahsoka Tano is dead at the time of the rise of Skywalker. And Dave Filoni came into this conversation and said, well, you know, I'll remind you that, you know, Luke and Leia were able to talk to each other in The Empire Strikes Back and Vader and Luke were able to talk to each other in The Empire Strikes Back as they're flying away from Bespin. And so just because Rey heard Ahsoka's voice, that doesn't necessarily mean she's dead at that point. And he talked about Ahsoka in a way that made it sound like, oh, you know, no, I and I have plans for her and stories I'm telling about her. Yeah, that's a whole, you know, other kitten caboodle. So entirely possible that she could be in the mix for someone the Mandalorian runs into as well that could potentially serve as a guide to helping connect Baby Yoda with somebody who could better take care of him. Yeah, not to, you know, not to knock on the Mandalorian. He's doing great, you know, but he's not the end game for where Baby Yoda should be raised. Now, I have one other thing to share with you, but before I do that, I do just want to remind you that our friends at Audible are thrilled to offer you a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial if you go to sw7x7.com/audible. Hundreds of Star Wars books thousands of non-Star Wars books. You've heard me talk about it before on this show. And if you check out sw7x7.com audible and do the free audiobook download and free 30-day trial, it actually supports Star Wars 7x7 and helps me keep on keeping on with producing the show for you on a daily basis. So I hope you will check it out. Thank you so much for considering it. One more time, it is sw7x7.com audible. Now, the thing I wanted to share with you is that I started a rewatch of the Mandalorian season one and after having checked out the first three episodes it occurs to me that the client aka Werner Herzog has done something a little bit different that I don't know that we've entirely addressed and maybe we don't need to but the fact that he sent pretty much everybody and their brother to try to get the child and even after sending the Mandalorian also activated a ton of tracking fobs to try to track down the child he was going to have the child killed I mean he said to Dr. Pershing that you know yes alive and seemed really aggravated with Pershing insisting that the child be returned alive but said I understand bounty hunting is a complicated profession and I'll you know I'll pay you a lesser fee if you can give me proof of termination. But when IG-11 shows up, his job is to terminate the child. His job is not to try to save the child, but only terminate and get proof if that doesn't work out. So we get the idea that Pershing wanted the child alive, the client did not particularly care, and possibly in some cases was actively trying to kill the thing. So what gives? Like, why was Werner Herzog's character trying to get rid of the child? What did that have to do with whatever Moff Gideon might be involved with in this whole situation? 
Ultimately, it may not matter too much now that the client is dead, but I think, you know, we possibly haven't heard the last of that particular situation with Moff Gideon and his interest in the child. And I'm sure it is definitely a lot different than just your garden variety bounty situation. But that's where we're going to leave things for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.